Sunday week four. What's going on, everybody? Let's get those lineups set with your latest injury news right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. Okay, Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here. We're going to give you all the advice. Heath's going to tell you who to start and sit. But listen, don't be like the random guy on the street that saw Heath yesterday and didn't like some of his advice and clocked him right in the left eye. Like, Look at that eye, folks watching on YouTube. Look at that shider. I, uh, this is a nice reminder that I am old. I should not leave the ground with both feet at the same time under any circumstances. <laughs> and basketball courts are hard. You hit the court that uh, you fell court. down to the face. Like I did the helicopter, like jump up in the air to block a shot, undercut, helicopter in the air, land on your head. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. gosh. All right. Just <laughs> bled all over the court, all over my clothes, everywhere. Don't you have something in your contract that you can't play basketball before FFT on Sunday? I- I think it's going to be added immediately. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get into it now. So, first of all, the tight ends are really interesting. Kittle is questionable, but Gronk is out. We've got Will Disley as a sleeper, maybe Ross Dwelly. I mean, we're talking deep here. Cameron Brait. How about Anthony Ferkser? Let's not forget about him. He's looking like he'll be active today after missing the last two games, and the Titans obviously are down some players. So, uh, what, what do you recommend at tight end if we need a flyer? At the beginning of the week, the two guys I was really interested in were Dalton Schultz and Tyler Conklin. Schultz over Conklin. Disley, for me, moved into that range with Gerald Everett being ruled out due to COVID-19. I think you can expect four to five front targets for Disley and obviously a good offense with Russell Wilson. So he would be right up there with Schultz. Um, if we knew for sure Kittle was out, then Dwelly would be in the equation too. But I'm not going to add Ross Dwelly and wait until the inactives to find out if George Kittle is going to play or not. Okay, and uh, how about the running back situation here? First of all, Le'Veon Bell is going to be active today. Does that just mean, are you staying away from Tyson Williams completely now? Yeah, I pretty much was already. I, I don't have Le'Veon in the projections yet, but even without him, I had Tyson at running back 33. So he's a desperation flex. I mean, I do think that... I, I, I've talked about cutting him, and I've cut him for Chupa Hubbard in the league. I don't want to just drop him this morning. I, I still think there's a small chance that they just gave him the ball like we wish they would but you can't start him dalvin cook we expect him to play uh expecting him to play okay and if he doesn't play madison's is, must, is a must start so They're, st- yeah. one of them's top right. five exactly uh eli mitchell out what do you think about sermon this week high-end flex i prefer sermon to tyson williams for sure um, and I think there's a possibility. I mean, the Seahawks defense hasn't been very good. There's a possibility that Sermon really makes a statement in this game, and and we're viewing him as what we were hoping Mitchell was going to be. What about Justin Fields? He's starting a quarterback for the uh, for the Chicago Bears facing Detroit this week. So I can't imagine anyone starting Fields. Maybe DFS flyer or something. But what about Allen Robinson and David Montgomery? Yeah, I mean, the only way you're starting fields is if you start two quarterbacks today. Um, I I don't think we know enough about Justin Fields to know for sure how this is, impacts um, Montgomery and Robinson versus whether Nick Foles or Andy Dalton was starting. So I'm, I'm starting Montgomery as a number two running back. I prefer to start Robinson as a number three wide receiver. He's a borderline number two, number three. I'm really interested in seeing fields against this Lion defense, and hopefully it's better. What do you do if you have Josh Jacobs? He's questionable what? for Monday night. They're going to see how he feels before the game. I mean, it's not just Josh Jacobs. What do you do if you have Peyton Barber? True. Um, what, it really depends on what else is on your roster. If you have 
like if it's a flex situation and you can go get Hunter Renfro or someone like that, then I could understand waiting it out. But again, even if Jacobs is back, he's going to be a low end number two running back. Do you, so you uh, might have somebody on your bench that you could just start and not worry about it. Do you do you uh, start Jacoby Myers? That's probably the player last night. I, we were doing the Ask FFT on Twitter uh, that I got the most questions about Jacoby Myers. I know you liked him as a buy low earlier this week. You know, as someone you could play as a number three receiver. What do you like? Do you like him in week four? I mean, he's a. I, I think I, as much as I'm ever going to like him, he's a number three in PPR, um, and he's a number three in non PPR as well. But mid range. Um, I would start him in full PPR over like Corey Davis. I would start him over Chase Claypool. I would start him over Odell Beckham. But I do still have him behind both the Steelers that are playing. I've got him behind Jalen Waddle. I've got him behind Marquise Brown. So he's in that number three range. It's funny you acknowledge that Claypool is not playing while also saying you would start Myers over yes. him. So. Yes. <laughs> Claypool is not playing. Does that make Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson must-starts? I I haven't projected that way. It feels gross to say because you know it's going to be like 15 catches for 45 yards, but in PPR, that's a that's a win. One more running back to ask you about, Daryl Henderson. What are we doing with the Rams? I, I don't like Henderson as much as I liked Michelle without Henderson. Right. Because I think that they'll probably share a little bit more than they have so far this season. But I still have Henderson as a low, mid-range, number two running back. And I think you're probably starting him. It wouldn't surprise me if he had zero to two catches, obviously, just, you know, given his track record and what we've seen so far from the team. So would you start, say, a Jacoby Myers or a Corey Davis or something like that over Daryl Henderson? I would not. I would still I still think there's more upside for Henderson personally. Okay, let me go through a few questions from the people here on YouTube. Uh, Eli Mitchell, Josh Jacobs, Jamison Crowder, (laughs) standard scoring pick two. Eli Mitchell, Josh Jacobs. Oh, Mitchell's out. All right. Mitchell's out. You need to f- go find a backup plan for Jacobs. Yeah. Um, you're starting Crowder, it seems like. <laughs> and you uh, you need to get Hunter Renfro on your bench so you can wait Jacobs out. I wish I were playing against you. Um, from Mista Juju, Sutton, Cordero, Patterson, or Curtis Samuel? Or D- uh, it's probably Debo Samuel. Sorry. Sutton, Patterson, Samuel. Uh, if it's Debo Samuel, it's definitely Samuel. If it's Curtis Samuel, then it's Sutton. Tim Patrick or Nick Westbrook-Akina? I will go with Patrick. Jamal Williams or Corey Davis? Um, Williams and non Davis in half and full PPR. I like this one. Daryl Henderson or Zach Moss? Uh, Daryl Henderson for me. I'm not as sold. One game, one good game as a Buffalo Bill does not put you in the number, number ah, two running back. Ah, one conversation. Good game. Come on. Uh, Act is not that far from the truth. All right, everybody, we'll uh, we'll talk to you tonight, eight fifteen ish p.m., maybe a little bit earlier, as we recap Week Four at YouTube.com/slash Fantasy Football Today. And thank you so much for listening to the audio version of this. Good luck, everybody. Let's get a W.